Hello, everybody. We are running a couple minutes late, but that's because we were updating our uh, interface. So hopefully you all will be seeing much higher quality face cams from all of the six other individuals over there. Not just myself now, but we are here. We are back. Welcome. Um, before we get started, not a lot of announcements other than Scott. Do you want to do the, the Patreon thing? Yeah, um, we have a Patreon. It is live. It's patreon.com slash those natural ones. Um, many tiers to pick from and many excellent benefits that go with them. One of them at a certain level is a weekly shout out. And those patrons are Les Marlat, Flora Marlat, and Don Marlat. Yes, we are Marlat funded here at those natural ones. We would love to broaden that spectrum. So if you'd like to break up the monotony of hearing me say Marlat, go ahead to patreon.com slash those natural ones and sign up. Indeed. What are the tiers and how much are they? The tiers range from $5 all the way up to 250 and at 250 includes uh, advertising options during our breaks. Uh, there's lots nice. of merch. There's lots of behind the scenes stuff. Like I just finished emailing our character sheets and NPC sheets for the week to everybody at the $10 tier and up. And um, I'm so some bad behind the scenes stuff, early access to, um, well, yours don't change. So I, I was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't early need to access worry about to our videos by uh, our shorts and mid ranges uh, by a week at one level. So there's lots of different things there. Fantastic. Yes. So check it out. Check out the Patreon. Please give us money so we can afford to make this stream even better. All money goes into like. production quality <laughs> and uh, advertising. So like fantastic. and subscribe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make sure you like and subscribe. Subscribe to us on all major and follow on all major uh, platforms. Facebook, TikTok here on YouTube, Twitch, Trovo kick if we can ever get it working again um instagram <laughs> and the like i think that is it our next uh in-person session. all right we'll see you guys next week yeah. uh great session <laughs> i think that's it for the announcements other than our next uh in-person sitting around a table live session will be on uh july 28th which ironically or not ironically very strategically is also our one year stream anniversary. Yay, we are getting older. So yeah. it is the All right. there's a little bit of a logistics uh, difference. It's the date of our first YouTube upload. So if you know the if you were here from the story, you'll or from the beginning, you'll know that uh, our one year is actually a week prior to that. But that video was lost. So we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, lore unsalvageable lore exactly and we're one so <laughs> what he's saying is we're frauds we're frauds liar liars <laughs> fat phony we fudged the numbers for a very specific date so on that note sam go ahead and tell everybody what happened last week so last week uh, the party rested and studied some some of the books that we found in the beholder layer uh, we found more information regarding the generals we were uh, are tasked to kill. 
Uh, after a night's rest, we uh, met for some momos and to discuss further plans, including the new information about the generals, uh, one of which we learned was named Solrath. Uh, Amisra shared that Hymir had disappeared off on his own mission uh, to some mysterious temple, and Gwen did a little breaking and entering to find his Shadowfell and Sigil tuning forks for potential travel. Uh, while looking for the tuning forks, Gwen discovered a book on chronomancy and Hymir's journal, showing evidence of a group he used to adventure with, which we are oh so familiar with. Uh, she Personally, not character-wise. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Our characters don't, but then we were them in another life. Uh, but not our characters, just us. Anyways, the party, uh, or sorry, we I held on to the book, or Gwen held on to the book. Uh, after more discussion, we ultimately decided that our next step would be Shadowfell and going after Strahd. And uh, before doing that, Gwen wants to dig a little more into Hymir's journal. Uh, so at the end of last session, we rested. Gwen did some more reading, and Arnon checked in under on the orphanage under the cover of night. So we're beginning in the morning. Indeed. And yes, uh, if I remember correctly, you started reading, but your your eyes were getting tired because you rolled like a six or something. So you didn't really yeah. uh, come away with too much more. I think uh, that is going to be a, a first point of order with fresh eyes in the morning. For so as you all go ahead and uh, take your long rest, uh, Butch, you are no longer exhausted after this evening. You do get a full night's rest. Safe and sound in the covered comfort of Torchev. Fantastic. So, morning comes. Another clear day, partially cloudy. It's fall, isn't it, Gwen? Is it clear or partly cloudy? I feel like this, a meteorologist would be really mad about your weather description. Yeah, if well. we have any apologies to any meteorologist. I'm sure Watchers. Jim, Jim Ganahl is frantically typing me an email right now. <laughs> Maybe. Ah, oh, I love Jim. We are on the last month of uh, autumn. All right. So crisp morning air. The day is yours. Hmm. Hmm. So, can... Oh, go ahead. Uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, I assume we're all doing breakfast as we usually do. I mean, Momo's. <laughs> Momo's every time. Momo's all the time. <laughs> With breakfast? Momo's are much less, much like pizza bagels. So... <laughs> Uh, morning, evening, supper time. Precisely. Momo's, Momo's every time. Thanks, Target uh, audience. <laughs> uh, I am going to... Uh, before we go off on another mission again, I'm going to... Uh, try to find a Misra. Fair enough. Yeah, he will. I'm going to try. He's he sounded so exhausted really by the idea of us baby. going on another adventure. <laughs> so, yeah. Before we go on another so one. <laughs> um, where where would you go to look for Amisra this morning? Well, 
So the last time I looked for her, she wasn't where I last saw her, which was like buried amongst a pile of books. Uh, and then I think the next time we did see her, she was in the um, the war room with the general. Correct. So I'm going to instead of going to the war room, which I think it'd be a little weird to go there the first thing in the morning. I'm going to check the the other place again to see if she's there this time. So the other place, you mean the where she was studying the books? Yeah. Okay. Yes, where she was studying fervently. Which is also in the Citadel. It was one of the lower rooms uh, in the lower base of the tower. Walking in, you do you are able to. Uh... <laughs> you don't know that story, Lindsay? All right, I'll have to explain it to you afterwards. Um, Thank you. That, <laughs> yeah, that is not yeah, stream appropriate. Yeah, now would be not good. No, that's not <laughs> stream appro- appropriate. Um, Less than ideal. <laughs> so you walk into this, even though it is uh, getting fairly bright, this, this inner chamber with very little natural light, um, lit by a large hearth fireplace, um, in the corner, quite a few sconces around the wor- around the room with magical torchlight uh, in those sconces. And there you do see Amisra sitting at a large table with um, quite a few large uh, tomes in front of her. Stacks of papers, rolled scrolls of the like. Um, looking like she hasn't really slept or rested in quite a while. Hair's a little frazzled. Doesn't even notice you walk in. Just completely, her her nose is buried in a book right now, and she does not seem to notice anything. Without even, like, announcing my presence, I just say into the space, have you been at it all night? She just kind of like startles and looks over. <laughs> oh, you up? Um, Elric, uh, yeah. So, is it? What time is it? Is it morning already? Yes, it is morning. Oh. Um, then yeah. Uh, apparently, I have. Uh, apparently, I've been here uh, for quite a while. I suppose you could do with a break. Um, yes, yes, that would be lovely. <laughs> Breakfast? Um, it, would it be too much to ask for you? I'm, I'm right on the breakthrough, uh, right on the verge of a breakthrough. Would it be too much uh, for me to ask maybe if you could grab us something and bring it here? As you wish. Thank you. I'll be, uh... <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, okay. And she, like, kind of 
cuts you off slightly and just goes right back. Not not in a rude manner, but more of a just she is hyper focused on something that she's currently into. And I exit and go get uh, some breakfast food. Fantastic. Easy enough. When you uh, return back with this food, she like the smell of everything. She kind of peeks up a little bit and she's like, um, Elric, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry. I, I did not mean to be, to be short. I, there's a lot. Did you find something? I, I think so. It's still too early to, to say, but, uh, there's a few different things that I've been researching and I, I think I've found a few breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs, so to speak. I sit down at the table and I say, well, I'm all ears. She looks hesitant at first. <sighs> he told me not to say anything until I was sure. He told me not to tell anyone about what I was looking into. But, I mean, he's not my boss, so. <laughs> God damn. You guys are making this very difficult <laughs> to stay in character right now. That's what she said. Oh my god, let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. Uh, I've heard that before too. Oh my god. Cooked. Oh wow, I gotta turn Perry all the way up. Hey Perry, go ahead and say something real quick. I'm gonna try and switch to the other laptop. Can okay. You now? Yeah, I did I kicked you up all the way and you're a little bit better now. But she's like, um Hymir, he asked me to do a little bit of research into this uh, some old ancient temple and I think I finally found a reference to it and she kind of like picks up the book that she's reading and kind of like tilts it over towards you what do I see in this book you see this crude drawing of what at first glance looks like just a regular church or temple of some sort. But the thing that sticks out is uh, in the center over the door um, there's what appears to be like the drawing of what you can imagine would be a stained glass window of some sort that the only way to kind of explain the symbol is um, looks like the old 45 inserts. You know what I'm talking about for like the the larger diameter diameter records. Yeah, similar to that, like. The. If these intricate only maybe a little sharper in the, the prongs are a little sharper. It's like it's uh, talks about this temple, this. I, I'm still trying to figure out this is the first 
indication of it, Hymir came to me asking if I had seen anything or read anything in my studies about this uh, temporal temple. Um, and I, this is the first incident, incident that I've come across any kind of mention of it. Temporal? Yeah, something... As in time magic? Uh, supposedly. I don't know. It's not really my area of expertise. I, To be honest, I've never even really heard anybody talk about it other than, you know, just kind of theorizing. But this seems to be the first actual physical evidence that it may have potentially been a real place. Well, that's incredible. I said 45 insert, Dad. Thank you. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Hey, listen, Thank, don't don't be you, don't be rude to our Patreons, okay? I know, I'm sorry. No, that's part of paying. that's part of the tier. It's like that it's like that restaurant dicks. <laughs> oh, it's like it's verbal abuse. Yeah. There's a verbal abuse here. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Anyway, that's how we really include you. <laughs> Sorry, breaking character there. All right, so like it's uh, not a lot to go on yet. I still need to still need to finish reading this this book. But if this is true, then or if this is real, if this place still exists, I mean, who knows what this could unlock? the research that could be done on such a place. Assuming this place is real. Assuming it's real, assuming it hasn't been destroyed, and assuming it's not, you know, like, unreachable. Have you found any information as to its location? Not yet. I'm still... The the beginning of this book so far has just talked about... uh, the temple and went into a little bit of detail about, um, I guess for lack of a better term, a cult that built it, uh, trying to, oh shit, we just lost Perry's video. Uh, all right. The, the, this, there we go. We're back. All right. That should be better. There we go. For lack of a better term, um, a cult that built it and, uh, they were more or less trying to, well, master the flow of time, potentially manipulate the flow of time. Um, but unfortunately, I haven't gotten... I, I need some more time with this book to see if it mentions anything about location, possible location, or uh, references more material for me to study. Of course. Uh, if there's anything I can do to assist... By all means. Um, At least what I can do before we're sent off on another mission. I had a a feeling you would be heading out again soon. Um, We're going after Strahd this time. She looks paler in the face after that name. Do be careful. That does not sound like an easy task. Especially if you're headed back to the Shadowfell. 
I know Don't the worry. place was rough. I'm the last careful time. one. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. Um there's oh, pro protection. Great. <laughs> there's one thing I would ask. There's a list a, a couple other uh books that were mentioned in my research that um just I, it's a long shot I know but just keep an eye out uh if you wouldn't mind and if you happen to f- stumble across these if you could uh bring them back to me that would be fantastic of course she hands you a small piece of parchment and you look on it it's got a list of like five or six book names Um, let's see. Reading those off or giving to me, giving those to me in a chat? Um, I will give those to you at a later time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I take the, the list and, um... I'm just going to stay with her for a moment and just kind of be uh, her soundboard to maybe work out her findings out loud. Fantastic. And as you do this, what are the rest of you doing? I think Gwen's going to get some coffee and then try to dive more in to see if she can find anything else about, I guess her dad's old adventuring party and then save that put it back she feels immense guilt are you getting heavier by the minute are you looking at it are are you getting the like going to the tavern and sitting down there publicly while you're reading it or are you doing it in the privacy of your room privacy of her room um go ahead and just roll me an investigation check Sixteen. Better than a six. That is better. That's ten better than a six. So while you're flipping through these pages and you're specifically looking for information about their that adventuring party? Uh yes. Okay. So while you're flipping through these pages and you come across that uh sketch that was the loose leaf sketch that was in there. You flip past a few pages and there's a couple almost almost like uh, mission reports just with a little more flavor to them, but in the style of your father, very stoic and very, you know, to the point. Not a lot catches your eye until you come across this one that discusses the last mission that he went off with this group. Talks about how he was reluctant to take this mission um, because of you, because of the fact that you were recently born. Because of you! Because of you! It was all your fault! No. Um... (laughs) 
I actually thought that my headphones like glitched. I was like, oh no, something's <laughs> something's broken. That was a fantastic sound. So talks about first audience. Talks always, about always. The mission was to retrieve an artifact. Talks about their trip there. These possessed druids. After that, the language takes a bit of a turn. Something that you have not heard from your father. When he starts talking about betrayal. And how one of these members of his team who he had been close with, who had been like family to him for years, turned it out turned out to be some kind of double agent this entire time. He trusted this person and they betrayed him. And not only them, but also you. <laughs> Also, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but with that betrayal came the betrayal of another in that group as well. Talks about for the first time you hear in the the first time in this section of his journal, you hear him discuss more out of emotion than logic. He talks about the feelings of just utter disbelief. Betrayal again. That's a big one. Pretty sure in the five or six pages, the word betrayal is mentioned about 15 times. goes on to discuss how the three remaining members were tasked to hunt them down the two that left but they were unsuccessful they never did come across them They unfortunately never found the object that they were searching for that the other two made off with. Does it end abruptly there? That part does. The journal continues, but that's the last that is mentioned about that particular group. I think unless there was anything else like that immediately caught my eye, I think I'm going to like take one last look at the sketch, put it back in the book and return it to the best of my ability exactly how I found it. Before Before you do that. Go ahead and roll me one more (laughs) investigation check for that little anything else that immediately catches your eye. 
Okay. <laughs> nope. No. Seven. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna return return the book exactly how I found it, and uh, meet back up with the the team. Lastly, make me breakfast. go ahead and make me a history check to see if you remember exactly where you found it. <laughs> Nine. Okay, you're pretty sure. You're pretty confident that you just, put it exactly I just, where you found it. Chuck it. I just, I just said it. You walk in in the you, sink and then leave. You walk into the to Hymir's funky little shack and you walk over to the bookshelf that you got it on. And you find the space that you're pretty confident. You you got it in and you set it down there before you walk out. Cool. While Gwen is doing this and Elric is busy helping Amisra, is anyone else doing anything? Um, this is breakfast time, right? I'm having breakfast. Yes. Yep. B- Butch is uh, shoving his face with breakfast meats and. I oatmeal. prefer the term scarfing. There you go. <laughs> scarfing down my breath kissed. Uh, I'm looking out for other members of the party. Make sure I've uh, ordered drinks for everybody. Just hoping they actually arrive. Fantastic. While you're sitting there, you do see at one point Elric come in to order some food. Oh, Elric! Oh, uh, morning, Butch. It is. Um, morning. Right? No. Sorry. Um, I'm hungry. Feet. Oh, this book. I dreamed that one of them was about prophecies. Prophecies. Yeah, I thought maybe I should look that over because it's kind of my bag. Um, that does Not like the one with the beans, though. Do you have the book? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Now, I'm not going to open it here because there's food involved. And I would foresee a meth. So I'm just going to put that in my bag here. I wish you the best of luck getting to the bottom of that prophecies book. Um, I'm not worried uh, about that. I'm worried about getting to the end. I'm sure you'll get there. They can really put you to sleep. Hopefully not after having slept. Um, Enigmatic. Enigmatic? Yeah, that's what I said. Yes, that that is in fact a word. Enigmatic, yeah. Right. Well, uh, I am going to take this food that I've just sorted over to Amisra. It seems she is... uh, getting to the bottom of something and could do with some help before we leave. Hold on. Did you get her a sweet roll? 
I did not think to get her a sweet roll. Are, are you not trying to send her subtle messages in your elven ways? Elves are masters of subtlety, I understand. I'm going to order a sweet roll. <laughs> Easy and subtlety enough. And, and patience. I can understand. What is it like? Takes a hundred years to woo someone for elves? I don't. I don't get it. We turtles don't live that long. Is that uh, because all of you are so prone to adventure? No, it's because we're not blessed with elven longevity. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, well, longevity has its ups and downs. Yeah, I was considered an adult by the age of 17. So there you go. I thought that was the common age for someone to be considered an adult, at least for a human, I would have thought. I don't is Orpheus here? Orpheus, have you shown up yet? Good time for me to walk in. Ah, <laughs> speaking of those humans, it's here's ours. Hello, Butch. Albert. I got you a drink. I'm pretty sure it's the one you prefer. Momos? Yes, Momos. that's the one the bard kept going on about. That's a great start to I my can't, day. And I currently can't continue to go on about it because I'm just drowning in the momos. So having a great time. <laughs> drowning in momos. Drowning writing lyrics momos. to new songs on napkins. You know, like it's a Hashtag really... Hashtag drowned momo lyrics. Sweet mercy. Momo napkin lyrics. Well, bring that sweet elf, that sweet roll and... Go be sweet before. And then listen to these sweet tunes that I'm writing. With some sweet tunes. Get some sweet eats. Whole lot of so, whole lot of sweetness happening right now. A lot of um, sweet emotion. Ooh, uh, that's a great song. I should write it. <laughs> but not too much sweet. You don't want to go out there and die, and then she has to raise someone without a father. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? That escalated real quickly. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> oh I'm sorry, god. I haven't had my coffee. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go. I, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> hey, Elric is more socially comfortable. <laughs> wow, Elric is like smoother. That that, that is, I'm, I I don't even know what to say. That was, it's wonderful. Uh, I don't really understand Elvin, that whole thing. Orpheus, you understand. Humans are short-lived, right? I assume comparative <laughs> to you, elves and turtles, I suppose. Oh, no. Turtles. No. I don't know. I've seen some pretty old turtles. Yeah, we look old when we're old, but... Mm. I understand that. Our numbers don't quite match up. Don't turtles only live to be like fifty? Yeah, turtles. It's like fifty is, which is we're lucky to get the fifty. It's pretty good for a soldier. 
<laughs> you know, that may be something to do with it because we've been at war for how many hundreds of years? And pretty much all of the turtles are on the front lines for the elves. So that might be a part of our uh, longevity issue. Sorry to hear that, Butch. Ah, at least I know where I'm going after I die. So, am I there? <laughs> um, yeah, Gwen. By this point, you would probably walk in. My lyrics are turning super dark at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Red, no, no, bright up Like, I was, like, really happy, and now I'm, like, in a really weird, like, you know. Is Arna nearby? Can we call the elephant in here? We need to cheer everybody (laughs) up. Yeah, like, like, I'm borderline, like, seeing if there's some time lord that can help us bring the elephant early just so that I can have a drink with it and drown our mutual sorrows. Time is a Because I'm so bummed out by that conversation. What? (laughs) (laughs) Momos! Wonderful. You look like you've been reading a book. Like white What's log. What's that look like? Drunk. Oh, kind of white girl wasted you, everyday look. Friend. Yeah, I've been I've been reading. Excellent. That's what we're doing. Anything useful? Um. So I I think. I mean, when we're back and he's back, I need to talk to my dad because I found I found the book on, on chronomancy and I found his journal and then uh, I felt really bad about reading his journal but then also like he would have never told me that so it's uh, it's conflicting I guess but uh, I put it back because I'm again very conflicting emotions right now but um, definitely uh, he like adventured with a group, like in his in his youth when I was like a baby, and before that, like hundreds of years ago, and uh, it went south. So I I don't I don't know what he's. I need to talk to him. I don't know what he's getting himself into at the moment. I have I have an out of character question for the two DMs. Regarding this history, yes. Given that the dragon orb, this is out of character, betrayal was so significant. Is that a, is that a part of mesh history that is taught to people? Um, go ahead and make a history check for me, Butch. Okay. I would say, well, I this mean, is this kind is, of a big deal, right? Yeah, this is going to be whether or not you, because I would sure. say that yes, it's it's told to certain people, but. I would also argue that it could potentially be tri- uh, kept secret as to not show. Uh, right. But, it, it, but, it, but we all know that the cat, that the tabaxi ruled over Mesh for a long time or something. Like, what, what was the fallout think, from that? Okay, so... Emery, I'm not or I'm not entirely sure what all you wrote in for this whole Tabaxi war and how that happened. So I don't know if that's anything that you oh. want to get into now or if you, if it's well, let me roll, for anything. If I roll low, it doesn't matter because yeah. we don't have to. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, go, go ahead and roll, and I'll give you the uh, the long and short of the you don't history know that Dick. I was coming up with. You don't know no, Dick. That's, oh, five. that's a five. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what you don't to, know is... <laughs> but what you don't know is that the the biggest reason why information like that isn't disseminated is because liability becomes a really big issue when it comes to matters of state. Sure, sure. I just didn't know because sometimes big things like that can be turned into stories that push a nation forward or become part of the great resistance against the tabaxi or whatever. Oh, they betrayed us, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, uh, tr trust and believe there was a lot of propaganda that sprung yeah. up out of that. I guess that's what I'm asking. What the propaganda was. But if with a roll of five, <laughs> hasn't hurt, it hasn't reached my ears. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> of course, Gwen is much older than I am. Happened. You I like to see? Saying that to me. Happened before I was, or before I was really aware of everything. I was a, I was a, a little one. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but in a hundred years after all that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's two thousand. I don't know. Like we were taught, we were being taught about the Cold War. Granted, I'm in my 40s. Do they even teach kids these days about the Cold War? I knew about the Cold War. My yeah, I knew about the Cold War. But you're but not to be fair, days. my parents were in the military, so that actually makes sense. I would probably sure. know. Because <laughs> so. that event was only 100 years ago. So that's like the Cold War, right? The Cold <laughs> War ended in the 80s. No, 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 no. The in-game oh. <laughs> led to the... <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, nothing. Cold War in the... <laughs> Two no, different no. worlds' timelines in our brains. All right, because anyway. World War One and World War Two. that's within the last hundred years. Yes. So for our characters... Anyway. Yeah, the Whatever. whole... That whole incident happened about a little over a hundred years ago. I'm nice. only... A hundred. You were, yeah, you were like a hundred and ten or so. <laughs> so so that's only about living history for you. Ten. Yeah, it would have been about a yeah, hundred and nine years ago, roughly. It wasn't. It was before I was. Like if it based on 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 what he says that he he was reluctant to go on the mission because I was a baby. It was before oh. I could really formulate what was going on, and it was uh, obviously before the whole. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, I but mean, the rise oh, of the sorry. Tabaxi Empire would have been something the adults around you would have talked about. I don't know that that is... I don't know. With as high, as guarded as Hymir is, like, unless I can yeah. recall any of this, uh, Nick, I don't... Did I hear any stirring since I was so close to my dad? Go ahead, So Nick. close to my yeah. dad. Your, your father is like an open fucking book. Go ahead, make a history check. <laughs> See if you overheard anything. Open book, dad! Fifteen. We got a sharp, mediocre rolls today. Yeah, either one end of the spectrum or another. But um, with a, fif a fifteen... You 
might have overheard him talk. I mean, your father was one of the council members, and there was quite often when other council members would be in your house, and him, when Hymir would be entertaining them, and they would kind of lock themselves in his study for short little meetings and such, and you as the inquisitive little Gwen, you know, would try and sneak up and hear what you can. You do remember hearing it, it kind of hits you hearing stories or hearing them talking and hearing mention of Tabaxi but not in any context that you can remember. You, you remember for quite a while there was a lot anytime your father had one of these other council members over um and they would lock themselves in the study. There was quite a few mentions of Tabaxi, but you don't really know why or have any real context behind it. I did read that he traveled with the Tabaxi as part of that group, right? Yes. And you and saw the I, picture. Did, and did he specify who did the betrayal among the group? <coughs> yeah, I think you would have. Okay. So I guess to answer Butch, then, I mean, as much as I could eavesdrop as a as a child, they talked about Tabaxi, but I never got any details. And obviously, my father wasn't going to tell me in his journal, though, he does reference traveling with a Tabaxi and the Tabaxi subsequently going rogue. So. I have questions for him when he gets back. I want to know more. With cast detect thoughts on my own father. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that always goes over well. Yeah, this is fine. Is Arnon joining us for breakfast? No, Arnon's being rather aloof today. Oh, well, I guess. Um, Rhett, why don't you drink? Oh, I think you've already drunk his mimosa. I've, I've, yes, I've had several momos. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw, Lindsay. Brett. Why? Because you you've drank several momos. Um, you've met me. I can handle momos just fine. We're about to find out. Oh, you dick. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. I don't have to do these very often, so, okay. I, I feel like we should be allowed to pick one alcoholic beverage. And we can consume a number of drinks of that beverage equal to our constitution bonus without having to roll. 13. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, of course. Of course I am. Never out of doubt. <laughs> Good job, self. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did already drink his Momo. Since we were, you know, interrupted by the roll. The, Gwen, the... The thing that concerns me is your father's concerns with time magic. Yeah. Generally, when you mess with time, bad things happen. The, I, uh, the butterfly effect is huge. Do you know what he was intending to do? No. The only thing I was able to gather from the Chronomancy book was that it was less altering timelines and more potentially pulling something through the timeline. I think. 
Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I I don't know if he's trying to muck up the past or bring something back from the past. He wasn't wasn't forthcoming in his journal, so I think he's trying to do something. And I and the book mentioned the temporal temple as well, right? Yes, Vague it did. Whispers of it, yeah. So if he's going, you know, to try to do that at some mysterious temporal temple in the somewhere, I don't know. And if if we leave before he comes back, we'll just have to. I don't know. It's a very odd place to be in. That was, we determined, right next to the Tempura Temple, right? Mm-hmm. Much rather go to the Tempura Temple. Hap- uh, make sure you get there before 5 o'clock for happy hour, though. Mm-hmm. Is there ice cream inside? Mm. Ooh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> ice cream inside? Oh, yeah, you haven't had Tempura fried ice cream? Oh, my goodness. Oh, apparently I had to do have the commune spell prepared today. I could ask my goddess if time travel revolves around a single timeline which changes or if it creates divergent timelines. You're Using welcome, a carefully constructed series of yes and no questions. <laughs> Will this fuck up our timeline? Check yes or no. Check Uh-oh. yes. Hey, where's the magic eight ball? <laughs> Orpheus, roll for magic eight ball. Oh no! Please ask. I mean, it's technically a die. Will this fuck up our timeline? Will this fuck up our timeline? It's just gonna say it's not sure. It says concentrate and ask me again. (laughs) Uh, So wait. Will this (laughs) fuck up our timeline? Focus. That's a, a little sound too hard. Bite. I can't read it because of the bubbles. That's a sound bite for you. Yeah. <laughs> it says under the bubbles, ask again later. <laughs> it really Man. doesn't really okay, help. Actually, how how is this how is this possible that like you Nick has somehow infiltrated your magic eight ball to be like, no no, my my way, none of this fuckery. <laughs> like, <laughs> ask again later. That's time travel. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, while they're technically it's a 20 sided die in here, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it's 20 sided or not. That, that, that might be a D8. Break it open, drink some juice, and let us know. <laughs> I'll, I'll add it to my momos. <laughs> so, while they're all, uh, please do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't doing do that this, uh, Arnon, what are you doing? Um, I am looking for a temple to the Raven Queen. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. There's got to be a version of Dancing Queen. Raven Queen. (laughs) That's a 12. Natural one for 12. (laughs) Not a natural one. Those natural 12s. <laughs> Your question is accidentally answered regarding the dancing queen. I think technically that's a dirty dozen. 
<laughs> a dirty dozen. Nice. Oh, anyway. I'll see myself out. <laughs> so. You Buttons. go out looking for this temple. And at first, you're walking around for quite a while. Can't seem to make any headway. Doesn't seem like there is one. Are you asking around or are you just wandering? Yeah, I'm wandering. I I assumed as much. How how, ask? How long? (laughs) How long would you uh, wander before giving up? Um. Well, uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be wandering most of the day. Okay. Um, and if it's not for this, it's uh, doing a little recon at my orphanage too. You know. Fair enough. So just looking out. As you continue to wander. Few hours go past, starts cresting into afternoon. Your mind kind of goes off, and you're kind of half paying attention to where you're walking to the point where you're like in that state of mind where you're walking in a kind of distant city, and all of a sudden you don't know where the fuck you are, how you got there, or don't recognize anything around you. No idea what that's like. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) And you look around and you see these buildings, these small little one-story buildings around you, and then you look over and you see a building that looks like it's almost made out of black obsidian. You get closer, you realize it's not all obsidian. It's mostly a black, like some other kind of black stone. Um, But there are intricate inlays of obsidian throughout. It gives it slight reflective presence while looking at when the sun hits it at at a certain angle. You see large ebony doors double door this building itself is probably all of maybe two stories tall so slightly taller than the other um, other buildings around it the intricate weaving of obsidian throughout it starts you start recognizing patterns and it's it's not it's very ornately decorated. You look up and over the over the front door you see an inlay, the only part of this wall that is white and you see an inlay of like a what appears to be almost like an ivory mask with these two obsidian wings pushing off to either side. This looks right. 
Is the door open? Can I go in? Are you trying the door? The door's shut, but... Yeah, I'll try the door to see if it's open. Yeah, it opens. It's not locked. So what do I see inside? You open the door, you peer inside, and you see a glossy black marble floor. This entire... You see a large central chamber. Very low lights coming from magical lanterns along the sides. You... Do you walk in, or are you just standing in the doorway? Yeah, I'll walk in. Okay. This is my kind of place, it seems. As you walk in, you hear your footsteps echoing. Click, click. On the marble. You see these... black onyx pillars... down both sides. You walk a little further. The entire chamber itself is maybe a hundred feet long, maybe about 20 feet wide. Shockingly empty, save for a small dais at the back end with almost looks like a baptismal pool that you can see the side of. You notice two doors on the opposite side of... So you have the, the dais with the, the pool in the middle and then on the, the wall behind it in the opposing corners you see two doors. Um... No decorations besides the lights? Any, like, engravings in the stone or anything? Not that you notice. Actually, go ahead and make me a perception check real quick. That's a skosh better. 19... So, at first glance, it looks plain. However, you notice, when you look a little closer, you do see again, in the, these black stone walls, you start seeing those similar inlays of that obsidian, which really just looks like a slight bit of gloss on a matte surface. And at first, you again, don't really pick out a pattern, but then the more you look at it, the more you realize that they are symbols. Uh, Possibly divine symbols? You're not sure. They're symbols you've never seen before. They're runic in nature, and they're all over the walls. You look up, and behind that baptismal pool, you see a tiered short little uh, short table with like a tiered candle stand with unlit candles very reminiscent of like the uh, Catholic um, offering candles that you see but these candles are black as well is there anything to light them with when you walk up are you are you walking up to onto the dais 
Yeah, on the dais. On the dais. On the dais. On the dais. Yeah. Rock me. So you walk up. <laughs> and then when you walk past this pool that's maybe eight feet long by about four feet, you see, you look down and you see a viscous red liquid inside the pool. You walk past and you see the candles. There's probably two dozen of these small black candles and they are to the sides. You see two large, large candles, probably six inches in diameter by about 18 to 20 inches tall. Both black as well. You look down and you do see some long matches set up right in the front. Do the candles look like they've been used before? They do. Not recently, but they do. How would you know if they were recently used or not? As in, they there's no... Are like dusty? Yeah, there's a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, I shouldn't be asking questions. There's a little I'm bit of dust on them. Dusty. There's no current wax. wax. There's no wax pulled up on the bottom of them. There's no like liquid wax. Everything is solid. Yeah, I'll lay one of them. Is it just a place to stand in front of it or like a kneeler or anything? Stand? Yeah, there's no, like, nothing to kneel on or anything like that. No hat rack. Is there a metallic smell coming from the big pool of red liquid? No. Doesn't appear to no. be. Okay. It's Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you walk nice. up light one of these matches. Are you lighting one of the smaller candles or one of the large candles? The smaller. You light the small candle and what's your Okay. All of a sudden you feel like you're being watched. Is it, do I feel a direction? Behind you. I'll ignore it for now. So just kind of watching the candle burn and seeing what happens. Thinking. Nothing appears to be happening other than the candle is burning and you feel that presence of eyes on your back. Does it, does it creep me out, or I just feel like somebody's just watching? It's slightly unnerving. Uh-oh. Got a serial killer in here. 
I'll, I'll turn around and see if I see anybody. You turn around and right in front of you, you see two hooded figures in porcelain masks. Complete black porcelain white face. Standing there stoically, not saying anything. Do they look like Roll the... Perception. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not there, but... Um, didn't we encounter someone else with a porcelain mask? You did. But red? You did. I think Arnon would like to know if it's the same shape, size. I mean, the... The, I would recognize it. You would, yes. And the difference was the the assassin who was known as the Crimson Raven had what appeared to be and what uh, um, they told you when they were the the I forget who explained it to you, uh, whether it was Calliope or uh, Arnon's ex-girlfriend or whatever. Um had described the Crimson Raven took that name because they actually took one of the masks of the servants of the Raven Queen and then drew in intricate red symbols and lines. Basically did the almost like the crow face paint only with red. So they're just standing there staring at me. Yep. Say, I'm not sure what comes next. No response. They continue to stare. Okay, I'll turn back around and stare at my candle. There's no pews or anything. It, it was an empty chamber, right? Empty chamber. Okay. I'll kind of like um, kneel down on the floor in front of it, like uh, in my nightly trance pose, and just like meditate. See if anything comes to me, or how much patience these guys have. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a. It's uh... an Arnon move. You know what? Go ahead and roll me a Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. That's a nine. So, as you sit there, you kind of kneel down. It's just multiple languages. You're just saying no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Nope. No. So, lots of interpretations of what's about to happen. You kneel down in your pose, your trance pose, kind of trying to meditate slightly, but those eyes, that feeling, you have lived your entire life being wary of your surroundings. It's the only thing that's kept you alive while living on the streets. It is very difficult for you to get any form of meditation or any form of like lowering your guard while you have two people standing right behind you with their eyes fixed on you. You are not comfortable. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. 
try child's pose. Child's pose? I don't know. It's one where you like lay down. Like. Yeah. It, it, it's a different position. Maybe that's not their favorite position. I'm not trying to entice that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, phrasing. Phrasing. Oh shit, I'm not here. <laughs> None of us are. <laughs> um... You know what I'll do? I'll stand up and I'll take that candle and I'll melt some of the wax onto the table and I'll take out my signet ring and I'll imprint it into the pulled wax and then I'll go to leave. What you do? As soon as you turn to leave, you go to walk past them the one on the left's head snaps towards you. She says, it, well, a female voice says to you. She watches as the world teeters on the precipice, entangled in the webs of its own creation. Chaos and despair take root, for the natural order of life and death has been disrupted. The balance must be restored or the consequence shall be dire. And her hat, the head snaps back and looks straight ahead. Well, that was creepy. As you take another step, the one on the, the opposite side snaps towards you. And you hear a slightly more masculine voice say, With, with the encroaching night, shadows awaken, whispers beckon. The Raven Queen's domain expands, her icy grip tightens. From the depths from the depths of her obsidian throne she waits, her raven companions soaring on the winds of death. Snaps back. You guys have any like actual advice? Both snap towards you at the same time and in a resounding chorus, both of them speaking in unison. You hear, listen to the somber symphony of Raven's wings, for they herald the arrival of a choice. Embrace the darkness and face the abyss, or forge a path of light through the gathering storm. The choice is yours, though not without consequence. That's what I've heard about the gods. They don't really do specific... I think the gods are trying to tell us to get on with the mission. Yeah. <laughs> As their heads then slightly slower and more fluid turn back towards staring directly towards the altar. I'll leave. Um, do you have that written down? You can. Yeah, I can send it to you. All right. So I don't have to transpose it. <laughs> as you go to walk out you get to the door you turn back and they're gone as they would as they would as they would 
So, after that fun encounter, we're going to go ahead and take our break, because it's almost 10 o'clock. So, stick with us, we'll be back in just about 10 minutes to continue and see what the hell happens next. We'll be right back. Hello everybody, we're back! I don't know why we had that voice. <laughs> Hello everybody. Hello! We're we're, we're trains and shit. Alright, so, welcome back. Now, after Arnon spends the day traveling around. It's the whole day? More or less. I mean. Okay, I guess I'll read that book on prophecies then. As you would. Now, Arnon, would you say that you would make it back in time for evening meal with your teammate? Sure. Was there anything else that you all wanted to accomplish during the day, or shall we stick to when you regroup? Or shall we skip to when you regroup? Um, I'm fine with skipping as long as I can, like, still count that time for, like, my infernal studies. Absolutely. To keep my weeks in order. Absolutely. I'm, I don't... There's nowhere to go shopping here, right? I mean, yes, there's plenty of shops in this town that you... I mean, I don't want to roleplay a bunch of shopping. Right. Only if I get to fist fight Alien. Alien. <laughs> Alien. I'll punch him right in his smarmy face. Uh, I don't necessarily... I don't... Ducks in a row. Gwen checks in with Rain so that down the line, Gwen doesn't disappear and Rain has no idea what she wants. Fair enough. So, official statement, Gwen checks in with Rain and spends some time with them during the day. Enjoyable time, I'm sure. Roll me a d20. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Roll me a persuasion check. No. All right. Anyway. Does the or should it be a performance check? Oh, anyway. Oh, that escalated quickly yet again. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Does the Citadel have like a records room, like historical records from uh, like campaigns of the past or anything like that? Um, yeah, it would probably be very specifically. Yeah, it would probably be uh, right near the room that. Amistra has posted up and doing all of her research. That's uh, more or less where she's gotten all of her information. Okay. Orpheus is going to spend his time going there and looking for the incident report from when his uh, squad was ambushed. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Nice. Dirty 20. Fantastic. It takes you a little bit, but you do find, actually with uh, Amistra's help, she's like, oh, I think I saw it back uh, back there, um, and points out towards the area that to where to look. Um, you do come across this large tome that has uh, categorized uh, 
field reports and incident reports and stuff like that. Flipping through it, you do find a report of what seems to be more or less coincide with what you experienced. However, seeing as how there was no one present from your squad to give the reports, you instantly notice a lot of mistakes. This was a lot of like kind of we heard this from this person who heard it from this person this is what happened but uh, more or less it shows that while going in to stop this invasion it shows that you were your team was lost um, through the portal into the hells no real information after that. The beginning of it is very similar to what you remember. Conjecture, thank you, that's the word I was looking for. Um, the beginning of the report is very, uh, very similar to what you remember happening, but once your team entered the temple that housed the portal that these forces were coming through. There's almost no information. Are there uh, names or lineages for the people that were in the unit? Records of where they came from or anything like that? There are names of the members of your squad, yes. And a few of them were more or less like street urchins, didn't really have lineage of record, orphans, su- such like that, that joined into the military just so they had a place to live. There are a couple members um, that are listed. There is... Go ahead and roll me... A history check real quick. Fifteen. Fifteen. So... You look through... And you see... One name... Specifically, a name that you you recognize the nickname, but you never knew this man by his full name. It was a uh, half elven man. What the f- Maybe it's time. Sorry, an ad started playing in my ear, so I apologize to everybody on the stream who just heard that awesome Delta commercial that was playing from my web browser. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but could be. Delta. It is a- <laughs> it's a tier on Patreon. Why not subscribe? <laughs> and then... 
potentially fly Delta. So there was this half-elven guy that you knew who had long blonde hair. Um, really good with a bow. Used to stay in the back quite a bit. You guys jokingly, jokingly called him Ogre because he was kind of a scrawny guy. His name itself, however, it shows it as Sorry, give me once. Sorry, my uh, computer is not loading things. That's why I'm trying to (laughs) pause a little bit. Okay, here we go. His name was Selenar. And the last name was just listed as Grund. Selenar Grund. So but you knew him as Ogre. Hmm. I'm going to uh, take the book over to Amisra and ask, could you do me a favor? I know you're very busy. Yes, what, um, what would you like? The information on this record here, on this page, it's very important and significant to me. And I would like to have a copy of it. Would you be able to transcribe this for me? Oh, um... To a copy? Not a problem, actually. Um, hold on one second. She pulls out... Much could do that. Yeah, she pulls out a empty sheet of parchment. She just kind of, like, waves her hands over it, and it magically just transcribes from one page to the other. Um, okay, takes Butch can't do that. Like thirty seconds or so, <laughs> she rolls it up and hands it to you. Hopefully, this will help. I'm grateful to you, Amisra. I take the record back to its original location and uh, tuck the copied page into my belongings. Fantastic. So. If there is nothing else, buttons. Buttons. We do we have three hundred gold for the revivify or the <clears throat> for the revivify spell in case we need it. Yes, we do. Yeah. Who has Absolutely. it? Who's carrying it? Carrying the money. The diamonds. No, the diamonds. I thought you were. Is it oh, me? I'm... Or it's either Butch or Rhett. They might be in the bag. Yeah, that's I, I. I've just been counting them as part of like the treasury stuff. So, but yes. Yeah, but I just I'm gonna need those in hand. Okay. How many do you? I don't need? know. It's 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds, and um, I just want to make sure I can cast it at least once in case someone dies. As happens. I can attest to that. <clears throat> yeah. How many did you need again? 
It's 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds. Irrespective of local economy. Well, I, I don't know what that equates to. <laughs> well, I don't know if we have 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds because it's, it's a specific object. Right, it's but not what's, just what's gold. the exchange rate? So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't I can't answer the question without you know what I mean? Nick, help. Do we have it? If not, can we have it? Yes, you have 300 golds worth of diamonds. I know you've gotten okay. quite a few of the like 50 gold worth of or 50 gold yeah. diamonds, but I wasn't keeping track of what you had gem wise. No, we, we like definitely have that. Like I just I didn't I just didn't know if there was like an exchange rate because I I don't know. I no, just want to make sure I'm not like just three hundred golds worth of diamonds. In some way. <laughs> like, no, okay. just three hundred golds worth of diamonds. That's all. Do I put that under consumables? Sure. For all those times you're eating diamonds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope, that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> Oh, no. Somebody find the soundboard for that. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. Yeah. So if there is nothing else, you all meet up for your evening meal. Yes. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, uh, In... I remember going to a magic shop at some point and like putting in a request. Mm. I forget how long they said the request would take for for it to come in. Um, was that for the sword strike or whatever the fuck it was called? Steel wind strike. Steel yes. wind strike. Um, I believe they said three to four weeks. And that was Three to four weeks. right before you left for for, left for hell. Hell, yeah. So you still probably have another two or three weeks. Okay. In that case, yeah. Uh, meeting up with the rest. <laughs> all right. As you do, you all find your way to the tavern. Sit together, order your food, your beverages, and such. And as you consume the day before, I believe your amulet will be ready in the morning. What do you, what final preparations do you make? What conversations do you have this final evening? Wait, I thought we were getting a ride. Are we using the amulet? We should have it ready. We don't want to go somewhere without it. But or we can go somewhere with it, with the tuning fork to make it easier. Uh, let's see, tuning forks that we have currently are for this plane, for Sigil, for the Shadowfell, and for the Feywild. Yeah, I held on oh. to the tuning forks. Maybe we don't take all of them with us, just just one. Would probably be suspicious to your father if he noticed all of his tuning forks were gone. I mean, I can put the sigil one back 
We're going to Shadowfell, though. I'm happy to put the sigil one back exactly where I found it. You didn't want to leave a note that said, hey, Dad, borrowed your tuning forks. <laughs> I, I mean, I... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'll put the, no, I'll like, put the like a little one poster back. with a smiley face on it, but like no words, say, just just <laughs> in the place of the Shadowfell tuning fork, just some finger bones. He'll know it's me. <laughs> What's up with that frog guy? He sounds awesome. <laughs> Guys, yeah. hopping. Just missing and Jay frogging around. I guess I will take the sigil one back. But I'll keep the Shadowfell one. So you have the Shadowfell and the uh, Material Plane one left. And the Feywilds. And the Feywild. I just meant yeah, the, ones, the ones you took from Hymir. Oh, yeah. Isn't the one for sigil like the, the most important one? Because you can get a sigil, we can go from sigil, we can get to anywhere except our Material Plane. In theory, right? Uh, you, I mean, even better than that, you'd only know that the doors to the material plane on your continent were destroyed. You don't, right? So theoretically, there would still be access to the other side. The other side. I shouldn't take that back then. I mean, I wouldn't. I'd keep it. Leave a nice note for your father. I kept all of my finger bones. Oh, that's what I should have done while I was in there. Just stick finger bones in real weird places. So he finds them, you know, like when people leave the little rubber ducks everywhere. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. I still have them all and I didn't leave anything. You are a disturbing individual. Fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I figure if he's missing one, it's just as good if he's missing two. That it'll make much of a difference. I mean, hopefully he's not missing any finger bones. As far as I know, um, I think it, he's yeah. only gaining finger bones. Hopefully we make it back around when he does. And then I can answer for what I took. And then he can answer for where the hell he went. Ah, good old mutual blackmail. I love it. <laughs> this is a completely healthy father daughter relationship. <laughs> How could this possibly go wrong? Uh huh. Yeah, well, we'll be fine. (laughs) We're assuming he didn't leave those for us on purpose. I mean, they were just out, right? Yeah, I think so. They weren't. I don't know. I had a nat twenty investigation check. How hard was it for me to find those tuning forks? I mean, you like I said, you know your father's uh, idiosyncrasies well enough to. they weren't like just lying out in the open. Didn't get like this having a normal day. Right. They weren't just lying out in the open, but um, searching through a couple drawers. Oh, close you, behind the broom. You were able to find them. Maybe he knew I couldn't resist. Is it uh, nighttime, Nick? Yeah, it's. Uh, Probably like seven, eight o'clock. Okay. Well, it sounds like the perfect time to transition to this battlefield, right? So we're going or is it not ready until tomorrow? Son of a gun. Yeah. Skip a day. 
I mean, if we're going with rides, I guess we would need the person ferrying us to be ready. Which begs the question... Where are these people who are supposed to be ferrying us? We'll have to ask the general, I suppose. Yes. Uh, well then, let's ask the general. Uh, I'm going to get up from this uh, get-together and make my way towards the general. Let's do a cutscene to the general. Sure. So you guys walk into... Are, are all of you going, or is it just Elric? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, wait, were we all together at that point? Yeah, probably. All together now. Okay. All right, so you all transition back to the war room in the Citadel, and you find the general going over papers and such, uh, as she does, kind of looks up as you enter. <laughs> Yes? What can I help you with? General, uh, I believe you mentioned there being people with the magic capable to ferry us to our next destination. Yes, uh, about that. Um, we did have Hymir left one of his druids here that had the potential to transfer you to the Shadowfell. Um, unfortunately, he was called away earlier today, so you, we could get you someone, but it would probably be uh, a week or so out. So we're leaving tomorrow. Okay. We're leaving tomorrow, then. With our amulet? Do you have uh, other means of transfer transportation I know you have that amulet but the How amulet far is what we can have. the weekly elephant go <laughs> and then we use the amulet 24 hours <laughs> better be prepared to be there a week now hold on question Elric yes you wizards can cast spells from scrolls right Yes. Can we purchase scrolls of whatever that amulet does, but better? In sigil? I'm not sure how one improves upon the spell plane shift. Well, I don't... I, I mean, magic <laughs> items aren't always great. And sometimes they perform less well than the spell. So... And I don't know how the amulet compares to your arcane magic tricks, I mean, uh, powers. So. Uh, uh, okay, I, I'm going to make this very clear. The only thing that this amulet does is gives me the ability to cast that spell okay, once well, a what, week. <laughs> what if we bought scrolls that let us cast that spell? as many scrolls as we have. Or can't you learn the spell from a scroll? I can you learn the, the spell, don't you? 
No, I don't have the spell no. because that is a seventh level spell. Right, oh. the scroll. I'm sorry, I... you already have the scroll for it, don't you? No. So the we spell have... itself is beyond you can. That spell would normally right. be beyond me. It's a fortune that we have this amulet at all. A fortune. For good or ill. Just when you can cast it, when you can cast it, Elric, is it going to be the same kind of roll of the dice uh, as it is now? It's that same roll for every person who casts that spell. That is. I thought that was just a shitty part of the amulet. It's going to be fine. Well, then, how does Heimer not screw it up every time? He has two new forks. Oh. Yeah, he has tuning forks, and also he's he is individually more powerful than any of us. Yes. Hate to admit it, but it's true. That okay. said, uh, with uh, the spell, actually, now that I look at that spell, that probably won't help. Um, see we can't uh, no, okay so it is just an intelligence check which Emery was, you would Elric would remember this even if you don't remember it um, that with what you learned last week with the tuning fork correct with the tuning fork it, fork, it significantly lowers the DC of that roll Fortunately, we have these tuning forks to make travel easier. We're still going to have to wait a week after I cast. Is there anything we can do to bolster our resistance to the mind-affecting Stuff that happens in Shadowfell. Um, if there's, if it's a magical effect, that's the effect of a spell. I do have the spell, Intellect Fortress. No, no, it's the it's the presence of the plane itself. I remember it got into. It's not good for people. Um. Above game, uh, in a way that would make sense to describe, uh, the spell Intellect Fortress gives advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws is what Elric is going to describe what Intellect Fortress does. Right, but it can't last the whole time, can it? Uh, it's concentration up to an hour. Yeah, we're going to be there for a week. And that is the best that I am able to muster currently, unless there's some sort of magical item that can shield one to the effects of that plane. 
I didn't know if it would help to bring tokens of affection or proof of love or reminders of her happy times or hateful times or something to help counteract the overall weakness of it all. If that works, it, you, no one ever questioned me collecting bones again. Orpheus just looks at Gwen and shakes his head. You're gonna come around to it. He, he, he's always going to question your bones. <laughs> Sometimes I question them too. Can't always see them, you know. I don't. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Well, if there's nothing else for tonight, I suggest we all get some rest. Yeah. If there's anyone you here to see or would like to see before we go on leave once again, tonight's the night. Are we meeting up with the general in the morning, or are we meeting back up here for breakfast? I mean, there's always breakfast in the morning. <laughs> always breakfast. Alright, so... You are all able to have your respective evenings with whom's whom you choose, whether it be in isolation or in the comfort of a close person. <laughs> or a good book. Skirting around it real hard. Skirting, I'm trying. Keep us monetized. <laughs> the next uh, morning. Elves, it takes a while. 25 years, 30 years. Next morning arises. On far. Different uh, different times for different people, depending on nighttime activities. Um, the rubbing of the fingers. Indeed. And on that note, you... Today's a little more overcast. Maybe very gray outside. Maybe prophetic to where you are about to head, but... So is it like um, seven weeks from the time or is it like seven long rests when something resets? It's basically seven long, seven, seven days. Seven dawns. Seven, seven, yeah, seven dawns. You were thinking about doing seven long rests in a row, weren't you? <laughs> it's been known to happen. <laughs> we have had an official misery montage. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair. Well, let's hope Shadowfell's not on a planet which each day is 28 years. Cross your fingers. I will riot. Is it by a black hole? Because then it could be 28 years here. Yeah, right? That would suck. Well, it's a black hole. What do you expect? 
Yes. Sorry. Yeah, that was that was. How dare you apologize? Apologize for the apology, not the original joke. <laughs> I apologize for my apology. I hereby retract that apology. <laughs> Thank you. The, the the first one, not the second one. The adoring public yes, accepts. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, public. So, is there anything else you want to accomplish? I think it's time to get to it. As you all join up, where where are you meeting this morning? Where we always meet? Breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. Well, Let's open a portal right in the end. <laughs> Straight to the shadow. It. No, <laughs> we find out this entire campaign is just a bunch of people like they 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 all got way too drunk and passed out, and this is what happened. Just and it's just two hours, and that's like the inception of of what this campaign is. Oh my god! Was that, was that love boat? <laughs> <laughs> it was all guys- a dream. I think you guys all died early in the series when you set the boat on fire and you all drowned at sea. Yes. And so this is all just a fever dream and I'm just your guardian angel trying to shepherd you easily. We have to go back. We've we have to go, go back. back. Y'all wake up and the new campaign is a Vietnam War platoon. Oh no. <laughs> so we're never supposed to leave the island. If this is what's is that happening. that fortunate, son? Oh, no. <laughs> if this is what's happening now. Mm-hmm. You all come together in the tavern. Right now. Linking hands mm-hmm. in a circle. Elric, or Gwen hands you the tuning fork for the Shadowfell. Wait, I thought we were having breakfast. Yeah, I'm so confused. I we're going to leave gonna... the bill in to do the... <laughs> it's the uh, tuning fork for the Shadowfell, a wrench. Somebody said open the portal in the tavern, so I was going with it. Oh, we were we're joking about not doing it in the middle of the tavern. It's ridiculous. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, you see late. one hand come back out and grab the picture of Amasha. Anyone else want to come with us to the Shadowfell? okay so my question was where are you guys doing this then and some and you guys said in the tavern where you always do so i thought you said where are you eating yeah that's what i thought too either way we always eat breakfast (laughs) i'd like to think we leave the tavern and maybe go in an alley or to the the orphanage she just like a bunch of orphans into the Shadowfell. She <laughs> the entire orphanage into the Shadowfell. Like, did uh, you mention the orphanage to us at all? No. Of course not. Now we know what you were paying for. Oh, so meat shields. Again. Some decoys. Meat shields, yeah. So you all... Are, are you, an alley, is that what you're doing? Or what? We can go to the courtyard. Okay, so... You, you go to the courtyard at the base of the uh, citadel. Do you still have my bardic inspiration from before? You don't, right? Oh, no, that's way gone. All right, cool. Ha- have some. Bardic inspiration. Guidance. I declare guidance. 
to which uh, you do see Calliope, Amisra, and Rain standing there, waiting for you all. Well, that oh. was fun. Yep. To which it's they uh, say... With me doing the SpongeBob imagination hand? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. The general looks at you. Calliope looks at you. Nods. This is good luck. Be careful. Uh, I'll use my uh, thaumaturgy to... Thaumaturgy to... Create the sound of a raven in the distance. The cry of a raven. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) I lean over to Elric. Has Arnon seen a, a little touchy lately? More than usual? Less than usual, I'd say. Huh. Yeah. Touchy or like touchy? Like touchy or like. Uh, he seems on, on edge. edge. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, sure, as, I'm sure it's fine. And then I cast the, the spell Plane Shift. All right. As, as, as click you my all, heels together three times. As you all. It's fine. Link hands. Elric fine. reaches down. Knocks the tuning fork against a nearby surface. With the same hand, reaches up, grabs the amulet. Go ahead and cast that spell and roll me a uh, intelligence check. Everybody position themselves around me. Is it Arcana? Yeah, Arcana, (laughs) sorry. It is Arcana. Everyone, link hands. We're about to go on a magic adventure. Is that your impression of Elric? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, me, I'm scared. Nah. It's pretty spot on, Nick. Peace <laughs> <laughs> be with you in church. We're like touching your hand, but I clearly don't want to. Oh, my God. He's touching tips. Peace be with you. And with my thaumaturgy, I'll make you. my eyes glow white. Hold him by the wrist. <laughs> Like I do with my kids when they don't want it. Now, Elric, as you will remember, I'm sure, probably not. First off, where are you focusing on? Um, The last familiar place that I remember was the place that we fought that uh, deep dark dragon. So are you going, is that where you're focusing on then? Or are you focusing on? It's probably the easiest thing to focus on. We nearly died there. Yeah, (laughs) that's going to be the place to focus on for Elric as he can't really think of any other place that's more vivid in his his memory. So this might be a little metagame-y, but go ahead and roll me a history check real quick. History. I want to see if you remember something, or if Elric remembers something that you might be forgetting. Do you remember? Oh. Do that place have some sort of like binding effect on it because of the king being trapped there? Seventeen. Yeah, 17. that's a seventeen. So you start thinking of Direfall 
Which reminds you of the scavengers you fought in the streets yeah, of Direfall. We scavengers' asses. The Shadow Archive. They you, did attack us. You remember they, <laughs> they did attack you? Yeah, after somebody cast old person on him. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. <laughs> very unprovoked. I'm not. I'm not. You remember <laughs> the symbol that they were wearing around their neck. You remember the, the name. Barovia one? Yes. You remember the name was also mentioned in some of the other books that Arnon wrote or read about Strahd. I remember that name. Princess. You remember <laughs> can you use a name like a focus? You can you remember the name, you remember the no. symbol. I don't know if we want to pop up right in the middle. <laughs> Oh, that sounds fantastic. Hey, hey <laughs> Tap on the shoulder, pop out. How about Hang you? Out. But you also <laughs> remember that these... Like three musketeers? <laughs> these uh, scavengers you fought didn't really seem very threatening until they were threatened. Just scavenging. Six musketeers. Right. What do you mean? Do with that as you will, but I figured uh, Arnett or Elric might have remembered that information. I'm going to remember that. And... Good remembering. Great job. Uh, Okay, instead of that uh, place where we fought the dragon, I'm going to remember the courtyard. I wonder if the golds respond. What courtyard? The courtyard... Where we fought the Shadar guy. Okay. Go ahead. Not the courtyard where the, they were like, hey, dragon. He was like, <laughs> we try to be friendly. We try to be Other so courtyard. friendly. All right. Go ahead and make me that uh, Arcana check. Uh, let's see. Bardic inspiration. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I do have that. You do. Uh, yeah, you have that and you have guidance. And that you, so you are aware um, with the tuning fork that lowers the DC to a 10. That's six. And then. Oh, Elric can get lower than 10. Oh, but there, shit. But also, 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 a natural one is not a failure, but it does impose a, a negative Something consequence. Something funky happens. So, Something funky slap happens. on the wrist. Just so you, you know. naughty one. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I look forward to beating that character oh, later. Wow. You rolled a three. How is that even oh, fucking possible? What the fuck? But you did get a 20, so. Yeah, fortunately, what? my arcana is a plus nine, thankfully. I hate this amulet so much. <laughs> so as your vision, as Elric releases the magic of this spell and all of your vision starts to blur, 
and that now somewhat familiar feeling of being pulled into just complete and total darkness and abyss takes you. You feel, you all feel the sensation of falling while you're frantically trying to hold on to each other as to not get lost in the void. You feel yourself falling backwards until you look down and you see this gray, purplish gray mist below you rising up to meet you. You fall through the mist and land hard in a familiar courtyard. You see these dilapidated buildings around you, overcast gray skies, very desaturated landscape. You see craggy rocks at the edge of your vision. You look down and you see familiar bodies still laying there. Slightly decayed over time. You see a few large beasts, corpses, laying where they fell. Was this you guys? Yes, it was. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Did you loot one way of putting it? Did you loot their bodies? Yeah, they're scavengers. They did uh, that much. Uh, I'm sure, Gwen can find a bone or two. I died not this time. I feel <laughs> a little responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I panicked a little and uh, did hold person uh, on one of them because I wanted to talk to them first. But then they were like, "Someone help person us," and then, and then it escalated. Oh, so they didn't attack you? Not at first. Hmm. I think it was genuinely. I didn't. I truly did not mean it aggressively. I wasn't thinking it was a. Uh, it was a diplomatic error. I learned error. my uh, lesson about that, and I can't do that anymore anyways, so. It's amazing you're all still alive. Hey. You're welcome. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. All right. Alive-ish. Does it still smell boring here? Does <laughs> it still smell boring here? Well, this time, alive. this time you guys are guiding me. So where to next? Right. Oh. Any street, any street signs to say Barovia? <laughs> Barovia this way. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, I could always do an augury and find out what direction we're supposed to go. Like, uh, we can try to use our skills. You have a ranger. Yeah, I was going to say some sort of investigation or survival check to yeah. figure out how to get out of here or get where we're going. Um, I wandered through my youth. I could give advantage to the, our ranger. However, you yes, you can. However, this you are now currently on a plane that none of you are that familiar with. Um, going to a location that none of you know where it is. I guess we should find local people 
not cast hold person and then, and then ask some questions. I can't do that anymore, so no words there. Um, I mean, can... you suggested augury earlier. Would that not help? Yeah, well, yes, but I could. Oh, wait. Maybe inside a building? It seems like a reasonable thing to do since the people here might be hostile to you after what you did. I'm going to look around and see if there's anything. I'm not sure that we left witnesses, Orpheus. And well, the, the to which I look over at Gwen and I, I did, I (laughs) (laughs) shit. New objective: make Orpheus less suspicious. And uh, Gwen, um, good luck. What was the? How long ago were you here? Oh, please hold. (laughs) I can answer that question. That was like four amulets ago. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah, it was. Died. God, we're the counting powers. them in amulets. <laughs> was it was it after or before? No, here we go. Uh, uh, deserted town hit, hit, hit scavengers. Twice. That was. That was. Oh gosh, yeah, that was uh ten seven. We're on. Eleven, eighteen. So it was well over a month ago, and these yeah. bodies are still in the same place where they fell. And they're juicy. They, yeah, point. they're they're real. Starting to starting to go bad quite a bit. Probably not as bad as you would expect. You're kind of, especially you, Gwen, being the connoisseur of all things dead and decaying, you notice that these are not nearly as decayed as you would expect them to be. However, they are still in the same spots as they fell. Do I have any indication why they aren't decaying? Uh, make a nature check for me. Dirty 20. Um, as far as you can figure out, it's something to do with the nature of the plane itself, whether it be just more amped to keep things uh, a little more preserved here, not as much of the naturally occurring, you know, maggots and insects and other decomposers as it were in the atmosphere and the the land here it seems like they're dead or either that or nobody's found them yet if you remember correctly this was a deserted town since the dragon fair enough since the dragon took over. It seems like no one... The word of the dragon's demise has not made it throughout the Shadowfell quite yet. Did we have any souvenirs from the dragon? That we kept? Um, I mean, you... Uh, Rhett bathed in its blood. Shit. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, one where we could say we can prove that we defeated the dragon should we encounter someone that was like, man, sure wish someone would take care of the dragon, and then we can be like, look what we did. I took some of that blood, though, too, but I don't know if there's, like, any distinct difference between bloods right. and their consistency, and if you can tell what being sure we'll meet some from. crazy motherfucker that's like... We, yeah, that's we got mean. teeth and scales and yeah. claws... We got, parts like, were taken. Maybe parts if we, like, are, get a shoe box, I can make like a diorama out of our current parts. Just make it like really presentable. There you go. Well, Butch, how about we find a place for you to do your augury and figure out where we need to go? Sounds good. And then someone find me an, an old Adidas box for my diorama. I don't think they have Adidas here. Damn it. I mean, it is... Is Adidas one of your gods? Opinion. Let's say yes. Oh, that's Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Nike, nice. Nike. Fun fact about Nike, it was co-founded by one of the founding members of the 10th Mountain Division, my army unit. Fun fact for you. Fun fact. He was incredible. He was an outdoorsman, and he made cleats while he was in the army, and... Eventually, they became Nike shoes. Nike good story. Shoes. Anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> it was all right. I'm gonna cast my divination. Story. You cast divination. Since I don't want to ask one yes or no question about one direction, I'd like to use the divination. I don't feels know more if fair. One direction either. Oh my god. I mean, I know that I've used the augury spell in the past to give us an idea of what direction to go, but I feel like. We may have been bending the rules a little. No, I'm happy to actually the the augury is very visually cool. So that's fine by me. So I'm just gonna plop down right here in the town square. And with my thaumaturgy, I uh let's see which button do I hit to actually cast it? Do 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 I'm seated, I'm seated cross-legged here, and above me appear the phases of the moon, and I am asking Stunning Moonbow to organize the phases of the moon so that we know which direction to go in order to find Barovia Count Von, no, Count, what was the name? Strahd von Zarvich. Strahd von Zarvich. Strauss van Dam. Oh. And as they float above me, uh, you cut out. Oh, what what happens, Nick? Oh, okay. It's your turn. Well, never mind. I I heard as they float above me, <laughs> and then nothing. So. As they float above you, you see circling around you phases of the moon, new moon, full moon, waxing and waning crescents, circling. Then you notice the, the, the motion, the circling goes from clockwise to counterclockwise. 
almost like a compass honing in this the rotations becoming smaller and smaller until finally they rest with the full moon pointing roughly north Is that the direction I feel the tug? I don't know where you're feeling your tug. But I know. Turtle tug. Why captain in? Northward. I'm trying so hard to be good. North. Roughly. All right. Are there any are there any stars in the sky? It's all overcast. Oh, right. Of course it's overcast. We're in this shadow fell. Everything is very gray. Everything is very overcast. Shades of gray everywhere. Very muted colors. Very boring. Very blue. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's get... As you... Start walking north. You walk out of the town into this desolate, cracked landscape. You walk for a while before, on the horizon, you start seeing what appears to be a vast, vast forest. You don't know how long you're going to have to walk. You don't there was no indication of time or distance, but you know that you had run into members or people in this village bearing the symbol of Barovia. So looking out you can see this vast forest on the horizon, roughly you can estimate it's going to take close to a full day's journey. Yeah, probably about eight hours of walking before you reach the edge of that forest. Um, I would like everybody to make me a perception check real quick. Um, it all disappeared on me can't roll anything. It all disappeared on you? Yeah. My stuff's missing, too. What the hell? It aged twice. Thank you. Or four times like I did. (laughs) You said perception? Yeah, perception. Yeah, I'm going to have to reload because nothing's popping up. All right, I'll go ahead and roll yours for you. Thanks. Ooh. Your awesome negative one perception. <laughs> you could roll a dirty 19. It's dark and overcast, so, so I don't have night vision. Arnon with a 13, Gwen with a 21, Elric with an 8, Butch with a 12, Rhett with a 20, and Orpheus with a 9. Gwen and Rhett, you notice it first. Well, actually, with those rolls, you're the only two that notice it. well off in the distance like I said miles and miles away probably a good eight hours until you reach the edge of the tree line 
but you see this massive forest that seems to take up the entire uh, horizon. And the only way you see it at this point is because you are slightly up higher in elevation. You have this constant, like, cracked desert view ahead of you, almost on a low, uh, a very low grade. And you see this forest off in the distance and you can just make out what appears to be a line through the forest indicative of some kind of road or pathway through the forest and as you stand what do we see that it's the forest is so large that's pretty much our path I mean, a forest is a forest. You can walk through any any specific well, way. Well, I meant like around the forest. You do not see sides. The, the forest looking left and looking right, the forest from what you can see from this distance, you cannot see an end to this forest. And as you stand there on the outskirts of Direfall, looking towards across this desert-like landscape towards this impending massive forest is where we will pick up next week. So. Thank you all for joining us. We now emerge into the Shadowfell. We'll see what happens. So, make sure you check out the Bureau of Tourism. Yeah. Make sure you check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash those natural ones, correct? Yes. All right. Yeah. Like us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube and TikTok and all of those other fun stuff. And we will see you next week. Where hopefully we don't have anyone rolling a natural one against a vampire. <laughs> it's funny that you think you're going to see a vampire next week. You just got here. Yeah, I did just. I'm we did just get me. here. Well, we did run into to vampire mind flayers out true. in the middle of nowhere. That is, before, that is very so. true. There yeah, are vampiric mind day. flayers. Yeah, so welcome there. to Shadowfell. There are vampiric mind flayers. That is yep. the thing. So, <laughs> yep. we will all see you next week, except for Sam. You're not going to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Sam's My on vacation. out. Okay. All right. (laughs) Enjoy your vacation, and the rest of us will see you next week. Have a fantastic evening.